With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. EOTM Radio. Entrepreneurs on the moon. Reshaping life for a better tomorrow. Procom Voices is your complete resource for finding professional voiceover talent for all types of projects. Radio and TV, flash, corporate video narrations, and more. Here's what sets Procom apart. We give you fast access to professional voice talent from all across the country. Actors and actresses who are handpicked by Procom and experienced in bringing copy to life. And you direct your voiceover session live, by phone, as it's happening, so you can be sure of the results. Start by searching our online talent demos broken down into convenient categories. Or call our casting experts for helpful advice in finding the perfect voice. Once you've chosen one or more voice talents, simply submit your script and book your talent online. Or just call us, toll free. At session time, you'll be connected to Procom by phone patch. Listening in on your session, you'll have the ability to interact with the voice talent you've cast and direct them yourself. Try multiple styles, hear playback, and request editing from your Procom producer to craft the perfect read. We can even connect directly to your favorite local studio via ISDN. Once you're satisfied with your recording, your files are immediately uploaded to our secure FTP site in the format you request, and you're sent a link by email. Procom Voices, top quality voiceovers. Simple, fast, and affordable. Contact us today to get started. Now, tonight's show, you guys, is presented by T'Angelo Live. And as we get into everything, be sure that you head over and click the like button on the radio page. Always grateful for the support. Yeah. Also, head over to T'Angelo.com and be sure to sign up for our email blast. It's the big green button. You can't miss it. Alrighty, now as we continue to hang out here at the Kicker Spot, be sure to grab your drink, maybe a bite to eat. Hell, fold clothes if you want to. But you know how we do here. We maxing and relaxing and chilling at the Kicker Spot. Matters of the heart. What do you really want out of life? So, you guys, with this um, you know, part of the show, I usually go over relationship topics, things that deal with you and your partner. And this one kind of does, too, just more indirectly because we're going to start off working with self. 
This is something that I personally have experienced recently, which is asking yourself, what do you really want out of life? You know, I mean, what is, it kind of comes from the book I was reading from David Fisher, who has a book entitled Rock Your Business, and it's a section or a chapter where he deals with what is the end game, you know? What do you hope to achieve with whatever project you're working on? And I was questioning that with myself, and it made me realize, I think a lot of us do that. We go into these relationships or start looking to be in a relationship without even having a great relationship with ourselves or a strong one or asking ourselves questions that we ask of others. And one of them being, what do you really want out of life, right? Okay, so uh, sorry, I should have breathed a little bit more than that last one. So I want to say this, you guys, before we get ourselves, you know, dug too deep into a relationship, we should really take the time to have a relationship with ourselves and find out what we really want out of life on our own on our own standards, on our own grounds. You know, um, you now know where you should know where you want to go, and ensure to to ensure your new boyfriend or girlfriend. Let them, you know by letting them know where you're going. It ensures that a new boyfriend or girlfriend can decide in the beginning if this is a project they want to be involved with. You know, you if you if if I'm told if I tell you right now that I'm an industry, you know professional and entertainment industry professional i do media i like to do acting and dancing or whatever and the, the new person you're trying to date is telling you that they hate the entertainment industry and don't like going to parties and that type of life then they just might not be for me because that's my lifestyle and that's what i love to do now granted you can be in the industry without all the nightlife but if you get into the entertainment industry it is random it is a hit and miss it is a lot of finagling it, it, it is so many different things and if the person can't stand that and know up front they don't want to have anything to do with that, then, again, you say up front, this is what I want to do. But you can only say that to the new BF or GF if you know that's what you want to do. I mean, now, granted, I'm not saying have the answer to life. No, I'm not saying know what you want to do for the rest of your life. We're too young for that because life is always changing. And if you don't have if you don't have some type of – but if you don't have some type of heading – that you want to head in, then you don't know what direction you're going in. And when it, when it comes time for decision-making and figure out which direction you want to go in, you won't really know because you you don't have any direction. You don't have any goals to achieve. And so for myself, I can say I'm looking to be an uh, entertainer, an all-around entertainer who acts, who dance, who does media, and who knows what else my future will hold. But I do know that's the direction I'm going in. So before you get yourself too carried off into a relationship, be sure that you ask yourself, what do I really want out of life? Now, women, women always want the man to be so well off, and they want them to be, you know, so secure and ready to go. But then them, then their selves, their selves are not there. They're not there yet. They're not prepared to um, to know what they want. They're not prepared to answer these same questions. And you want to be ready. You want to figure out what it is that you want to do with yourself. And that means to sit down and figure it out. Now, granted, you're going to school, working on your BA, and you decide to get your BA in medicine. You know, get your degree, not BA, but to get your degree in medicine or something. Okay, so what do you want to do with the med degree, your medicine degree? You want to be a pharmacist at Walgreens? Do you want to travel abroad to Africa and, you know, stay with the pygmies or something? These are things that you want to know early on because it's nothing worse than investing in somebody and then learning later that they decide they want to go to, you know, some other country and go backpacking for like 18 months. And you're like, wrong? I can't go backpacking for 18 months. I just got my master's in social work, and it doesn't travel 
to where you say you want to go, Guamania, we, we, we can't do that. It's just, no, it's not going to work. Now, at times, this question can be a difficult one, but that's where I have personally built myself, is I know I want to do media, but at times you're questioning how are you going to get to your goals? What exactly do you want out of media, Tangelo? And that's where the hard part came. I've been wrecking my brain trying to answer that. You know, I am doing well with what I'm doing so far, but this is what I want to do for the next 10 or 12 years. Or, hell, the next five years. And what is my end game? The end game means what do I look to achieve with this? Am I looking to achieve a house on the hill? Am I looking to change the world of media? Am I looking to get into the presidency? Where am I going? What am I doing? These are all questions I had to fill myself and ask. And, therefore, I thought it would be good to present the questions to you because I know we ourselves are going through kind of the same things. Okay, you guys? So, um, at times – Again, like I said, this question can be difficult, but you want to have an idea of what you want to do, and you want to have this idea figured out before you start getting too deep into the dating game and trying to fall in love because you want to make sure you guys are in agreement. Because what if you deal with somebody who's just like, oh, I think I want to be a rapper? And you're like, okay, well, that's not too bad. Okay, you know, you know, cool, he'll be a rapper. But now when is, you know, what does that consist of? That consists of him working and rapping and, you know, working towards that. And, and then when does it when does it transition to the next? How do you make rapping work if it doesn't go the way you first planned it, okay? Going on tour with Jay-Z didn't work. Okay, now what are you doing? Are you teaching in the colleges? Are you going to start your own hip-hop, you know, school? What are you going to do? You have to have these things figured out because no one's going to carry you. And I know at the age we are, especially with this entrepreneurs on the move, we don't want to be bothered we're trying to babysit you. Again, living life and experiencing and figuring out what you want to do, that's fine, too. If you're just exploring life, then know that. Say, I'm exploring life. And if you're going to explore the life, then figure out what you want to do. I personally explore life. I've done dance. I've done theater. I've done acting. I've done media. I love them all. Lord willing, I will continue to do great with all of them. But if you don't know this answer is going up front, I don't know. I don't think I could be bothered. If it came to dating, I, I, that's a question I asked you on the first or second date too. So what are what is you know what are your goals or what, what is your passion? What is your passion? And if I don't see it, I I can't be bothered. I just I, I don't I don't really have it like that. Okay. So, all right, you guys, that's how I'm gonna say there. Just know what you want out of life. All righty. Hey, you guys, have you seen the kicker spot? I mean, I'm trying to find a kicker spot. I can't get in. What do you mean I can't get in? I'm Tiangelo. I'm the host. The kicker spot. When you are looking for the latest, the freshest, and the biggest stories in Hollywood, EOTM Blog is a site to visit. But there's also a clip of me on the red carpet when I call one of the wrong name. Ooh, yeah. The kick is spot, kick is spot, kick is spot, kick is spot. The kick is spot, kick is spot, kick is spot, kick is spot. If you know who you are, my bad. Um, It was my first. And I'm your host, Tiangelo. The next best thing to reading is talking about it. TiangeloLive.com. Celebrities, book authors. Celebrity tell-all, memoir, celebrity biography, 
are you doing? I'm doing fine. Listening to all this intro, it's like watching, going to a movie and watching everything before you get to the movie. I, I know. Sandra, where is he? Where is he? <laughs> I'm listening. You can't have it all. I mean, you can't have it all. No, you can't. <laughs> so well, wrong. You, for... you cannot have it all, D'Angelo. <laughs> I see. You know, well, I just want to make sure I present you in the best manner, and you are now here. <laughs> you do it, Marvis. Well, Wonderful, how are you doing this evening? Well, my darling, I'm, I'm trying to interpret your intro, and I love it. <laughs> you have to, You have to remember, I'm one of these people at this age that it says on and off. Oh. <laughs> and when they say download something, it means empty the truck. <laughs> and so then a touch screen is just even worse. Oh God, yes. Don't ask me. Don't don't ask me to record and go back and stop frame freeze frame. I mean, come on. You know, I'm mean, a rag doll. I'm just beginning to understand. It does nothing. That's me. <laughs> That is so wonderful. I completely understand. I completely understand. Me and my grandmother are great friends, and she tells me all the time, that phone just won't stop making these noises. <laughs> it's hilarious. Well, it's hilarious. Te- you know, technology is fantastic, and I understand it, and I love progress. I really do. Yes. Uh, well, do but, you- however, it's like uh, with a progress, the way it's going now in the entertainment field and even, even in, in and reporting and the various fields. I mean, it's like learning foreign languages all the time. You know, right. and if you're not up on it, it's called, what did you say? And then you say, damned if I know. <laughs> <laughs> that is so funny. Well, <laughs> Mrs. Cooper, do you know how many people have loved Young and the rest of through the years and how over time you have become a part of so many people's family? How does that well, feel? Sure. Just in my darling, you know, outside of your own mother, you know, I've been in everybody's face for 40 years. And, right. uh, and you either accept me or you don't. They say, you know, that's that's my mother, my grandmother, my aunt, or what have you. I connect, and, uh, and people are very supportive, and I've had a tremendous audience over the years. And, yeah. I, uh, and God knows I appreciate it. It's like if you didn't have the backing of people listening to you, you wouldn't right. be where you're at. And right. so you, you're committed to that. You're committed to trying to please them and not let them down. In fact, give right. them something new every time they turn around. With you, it's uh, a lot of electronic stuff. And with me, <laughs> <laughs> it's a new switch on and off. <laughs> right. <laughs> Keep it simple. Keep so, it simple. Uh, having 40 years, it's uh, like, you know, uh, your mother, uh, your grandmother, it's... Uh, I mean, I have what? Uh, my God, uh, six. I've been in the business since 1952 mm-hmm. professionally. Right. So, you know, that's eons, and um, <laughs> something that you can't even think about. You're, Not you know, really. Like, I tried though. I, I researched. I know, sweetheart. I know you do. <laughs> I know you do. But it's like me coming into your age, and you and you trying to come back to. At that other age, all you can do is look at old videos and say, gee, that was terrific. I loved it, you know. And but, a marvelous um, job you've done. Uh, I love it. You know what? I really do. I really love, I really love going to work. I love knowing that I've impacted a lot of lives, and I'm committed to that. And uh, I try to motivate them. And, um, and it shows. It definitely shows. 
Yeah, I did, and uh, it took me such a long time to write a book. Everybody kept saying, write a book, write a book, write a book. You have so many experiences, blah, 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 stories to tell. And finally I said, okay, with Lindsay Harrison, who uh, co-authored, and I said, all right, I wrote a book, now shut up. (laughs) (laughs) So, and and that, what made you write the book now? Like, why why now at this time? At 84? That's how old I am, you know. You you I did. I was like, you're not a day over 57. <laughs> not a day. Oh, you Your birthday was yesterday. Yeah. You know, I want everything was yesterday. You know that. As we speak now, it was yesterday. See, right, right. You, you can have it all. Back to your song in the intro. <laughs> you can have it all. No, you so can't. Funny. You created this character, Catherine Chancellor. When did you realize that you had found something special with that character on this show? Well, darling, let me put it to you like this. I had a chance to create another human being, one that I could control, such as I could make her dislikable at one moment, I could make her lovable the next moment. And Mm -hmm. if I didn't like her, I'd pretend I didn't know her whatsoever which we try to do with our own personal friends in life, and it doesn't work as well. And in the meantime, you're creating this person that a lot of people have become involved with and spend part of their life, grandmothers, mothers, uh, daughters. Uh, I mean, I have all generations. I have little kids coming up and saying, I love you, Mrs. Chancellor. And I'm thinking, Mm. you know, and and that's, that's, I get them with my voice to begin with, and then plus the fact that mother makes them sit down and shut up and watch the show. So she can. <laughs> it's the old thing of, don't anybody make a noise? I'm watching my stories. Don't right. call me between the hours of blah, 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 blah. Sit no, down, watch this, or get out of the house. <laughs> that was my house. That was my mother. She's like, my stories are on. Don't bother. My stories are on. Good God, love it. I love it already. <laughs> I love that kind of discipline. Well, hey, listen, I didn't hurt anybody. In fact, I helped an awful lot of people in so many ways with alcoholism and the um, right. and the um, cosmetic surgery kind of thing. I took the mystique away from that, such as it's okay to go and have your eyes done, that you look better and you didn't have to go away and take a sea cruise and make them. The salt water did not make your eyes look better. A surgeon did. <laughs> and what? Well, how did you come up? Like, what made you decide that? You know, especially in a time where that kind of surgery was very faux pas, it was never talked about. No, well, because you got to remember, sweetheart, there is a, an age of which you don't remember, your mother would, mm-hmm. uh, that there came a time when women at a certain age, especially in the movies, see, I came in on the ass end of movies and the beginning of television. Mm-hmm. And a woman in movies, when she was 30, was considered, you've had it, sweetheart. You know, oh, you take him. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, who who put the standard out? I'm darned if I know. But that <laughs> was it. And so women would go uh, to Europe and have some little nip and tuck done. And uh, mm-hmm. everybody say, gosh, gee, you look fantastic. And God, yeah, we're on a cruise. Call there and make me feel better. <laughs> there are some okay. people who can't take enough cruises, but however, right. no matter what the surgeon does. <laughs> oh my goodness! Right, it doesn't matter. Hilarious. I, I, I just, um, you know, life, life is 
absolutely delightful, and life is full of laughter. And in times when even at your age, you're facing a tremendous future of of trying to survive uh, and, right. and bring the country back to where it is and make it right for everybody. Uh, that's that's your chore now, yours, and then all <laughs> young people like you. And um, you know, it um, when when you stop and think that life, there's life is not a dress rehearsal. You've got one shot at it, and and you've got to step out of the box. You've got to take chances. You've got to try and know that every day it isn't that you it isn't that you fall down. Mm-hmm. It's how you pick yourself up, because that's right. how you make your steps forward. It's what you have inside of you that says, I am me. I have every right to feel and to want. And if if I'm doing the right things to go about it the right ways, it will happen. You know, it will to everybody. Not everybody's going to be a chief, but not mm-hmm. everybody mm-hmm. wants to be a chief. A lot of people just like being Indians, you know. Right. Yeah. Uh, those are team players, and uh, then you have CEOs. You know, right. and, and good for the CEOs. Good for them. They got right. all the responsibility. Right. They and, have um, ones not sleeping at night. Huh? Absolutely. Oh, that or they night. are on a luxurious yacht while you're out there in your canoe without a paddle. <laughs> <laughs> right. Up here. <laughs> your mother will tell you that. <laughs> you guys, you say you're upstream without a paddle. And as a kid, I'm like, what does that mean? Yeah, yeah, you're going upstream without a paddle. Oh God, yeah. I love all, George Carlin, marvelous, marvelous comedian, and probably one of my idols who's no longer with us. He used to he take well, take colloquial phrases that that every kid has heard from a parent or somebody, and uh, sit and go over those uh, things, you know, like. Um, as long as you're under my roof, you will do what I say. You're right, up the right. without a paddle. You know, <laughs> all these colloquial sayings. It was great. That, yeah, all those different sayings. Yeah, they, right. they hold true today. They hold true today. We have, have a caller. We have a caller for you, Ms. Um, Jean. We oh, really? Have a question for you. Okay. Everyone wants to talk to Jean Cooper. Captain <laughs> Chancellor? Definitely. Definitely. All right. So, <laughs> so let's go ahead and take our first caller. Um, we have, I think, Gloria on the line. Hello, Gloria. I think they're trying to connect her. Like you said, <laughs> technology can be our friend. It can also be our <laughs> our enemy at times. But while, See, while there you go. That's the whole thing. My on and off switch goes on or off. <laughs> right. See, you're, you're so you were so better. Gloria, do we have you on the line? I'm sure she was unmuted, but... Okay, well, we work on getting her situated. I have a question. One of the listeners um, posted on Facebook to said, ask about you and the character Jill. Why did Catherine and Jill never quite gel very well on the show? Well, because the thing of it is, we, in, in real life, you have that friend that you love to death, but there's a mm-hmm. couple of things that you just can't stand about them, but however... <laughs> Uh, you like them so well that you put up with what you don't like. Mm-hmm. And this is a Joe Catherine kind of thing. It's a love-hate. So that uh, it actually just carries on throughout a lifetime. And it's definitely worked very hard on that um, on that relationship of Catherine and Jill. And there's some stuff coming up that is so funny and so delightful. Really? I wish I could give it away, but 
It is delightful. <laughs> it is funny. It's touching. It's great. But it's um, it's that friend that you have that is just you know your bosom buddy, and mm-hmm. um, and yet you would love to say, if you'd only not do this, but you don't do it. You say it in a funny way. You know, I like I right. terribly neurotic. <laughs> so right, yes. Yeah. She uses that in the character, and um, and so if Catherine, uh, you know, tells her at times, you know, you know, um, you know, I go get lost. You're not capable of running this. I like you a lot, but you haven't got the brains to run it. And uh, mm-hmm. and, she, and she accepts those things. Uh, she accepts the good things and the bad things. Survives both of them, and uh, as does Catherine. But it's a a love hate relationship, which. Uh, I, I guess um, in, if it were sisters or was one of your your other cable shows or something, we'd probably be two lesbians. I guess I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> in today's time. In today's time, and there'd be nothing thought of it. But however, no, it's just a great love hate relationship, and we're, of course we're tremendous friends in in real life. So we work very very hard at uh, trying to give the audience. Something definitely, to look forward they, to when Jess and when Joel and Catherine get together. They do. Those two characters always definitely keep us entertained with good laughs and good yeah. intense moments. Yeah. Good intense moments. I think we have the caller on the line now. Um, how are you with us? <laughs> I guess they're nervous. Gina, what kind of effect you're having on people? You're making them speechless. Do you always have this effect on people? They get so nervous. <laughs> no, they, they, they so said, I don't want to talk to her. She'll tell me the truth. <laughs> <laughs> the truth is awesome. It's scary, but I love the truth. It's no, usually funny have, also. You have something to work on. Yes, definitely. Gives you something to look at, and you have to, you know, look inside your shoe. You know, people have to point stuff out to you sometimes. So. Well, yeah, of course. But then on the other hand, there's so many people that go to events and they come to meet Catherine. And, of course, you know, when you take their hand and they start to cry, and they get shaky, and they just pass out. And I'm thinking, have they come down with the flu? Or they, they say, I never thought I would ever, ever, ever in my lifetime meet you. And it, right. uh, then it makes you, you know what, uh, Dee, it makes you look within yourself and say, the impact that you do have on some people. And I'm a people person. And mm-hmm. so consequently, I, uh, you know, I'm not like the Pope who refused to go up on the platform and take his seat. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be happy to walk up the platform, take the seat, and say, here I am. What can I do for you? But it just, um, I'm a people person, and um, and I I like what I see. I um, And I have a spectrum of, of... of who we are, what we are here in America, and and um, the empathies and sympathies are there, and I mm-hmm. feel the pain because, uh, as in my book, my background, I certainly was not born with a silver spoon in my mouth, but it also didn't affect me, you know, to to choose another path, <clears throat> as in many cases some people have. And- and you discussed your family in the book. I mean, your your um, beautiful pictures, might I add, too. I loved the pictures in the book. That was one of my favorite parts, where you actually had a chance to see the characters that you had been talking about so candidly. In oh, the book. yeah, yeah. 
I love that. I love that one family photograph. And it says. <laughs> I love the, my favorite. A, family, a, a group trying out uh, for the grapes of wrath. Because that <laughs> goes back to 19. Hey, man, that goes back to 19. 29, 30? Oh, goodness. I mean, that's almost impossible for you to say, you to say. <laughs> it's true. I'm serious. The on and off switch, there you go. Right, right. What's I love for? it. I, I totally loved it. And my favorite picture would have to be the back cover where you have the thing, um, Angela and Jolie, you thought Angela and Jolie invented this move. And oh, yeah. I was like, <laughs> and how old is right. that? I did that when I was 32. 32, and I'm 84 now. That was 52 years ago. Can you, you look, believe it? And you know, do you know even when I say something was 52 years ago? <laughs> I say, Jane, did you just say 52 years ago? <laughs> it's true. So about it. Now, think about it when I say 70 years ago. It sounds like I'm in a damn covered wagon with a bunch of people <laughs> surrounding me. I was born. <laughs> Not a covered wagon. I love it. So, <laughs> I'm, I'm you know, serious. I, it, it, is, you, when you when you reach a certain age and you start saying, "Oh God, that happened 62 years ago," you want to say, "Please, 62." Some people never even lived to be 50. Right. Well, <laughs> and, was, and you have. It's first you it, it hits you like, "My God," and then all of a sudden you start laughing and say. That's wild. That's crazy. That was that right. many years ago. So you know, I was actually. Oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I was going to mention. I saw you on Ellen DeGeneres, and she had the spoof of the soap opera oh, on her yeah. show. <laughs> that was so hilarious. You guys were so funny with the slapping back and forth, oh, and you were God. like, to "Slap him too," to add him into the whole thing. <laughs> she, I tell you, Ellen is probably is just one of the funniest. Um, Funniest <laughs> ladies, I mean, she's kind. God, she's so kind. Right. And um, I, I had uh, just got, I had been ill for about four or five months with, uh, I'd had pneumonia. Oh, I'm sorry to hear. And uh, that was the first thing that I did. And, of course, I was weak as a, well, okay, here's what your mother would say, you're weak as cat water. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I love, I love, you're taking me back. You're taking me there back. There you go. There you go. And uh, I, it was, and I said, yes, I want to do it because I happen to adore her and what she does. Um, she really is a, is a kind human being, and she is, and she promotes kindness, which is great. Yes. So and I said, yeah, I'll do it. So Stephen Nichols and I did it with her, and of course, uh, she's just delightful. And yes, that was awesome. so I, and I had fun doing it. And they <laughs> rerun that silly thing all over the place, though. Yeah, uh, it, it was fun to do. I'm glad you saw that. Gee, you've seen a lot of stuff I've done. Yeah, well, I, I take an interest, and I also enjoyed the show in my youth and the restless. But I think we have Jamie on the line. We have a caller, Jamie. Are you with us, Jamie? Hi, how are you? Oh, I'm my God, we have a Jamie. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, we're just a voice. We're so happy to hear a voice that answers. <laughs> <laughs> um, hello, good evening, T, and hello, Miss Cooper. How are you this afternoon and this evening, and how are things going? I'm so excited to be on a call with you right now. I'm just like, wow, listening to your interview, I don't even know what to say. <laughs> Listen, no one, pardon me, I've got a, I'm, my voice is trying to go away, but I'm bringing it back. 
No one is more happy than T and I to have somebody ask, answer when we say, hello, caller, are you there? <laughs> well, yes, I am here. Um, I had a quick question for you. Um, uh-huh. I'm hoping you can shed some light for me. Um, I am a, well, I'm a former prof- uh, professional ballet dancer, and I'm trying to make the transition into acting on soap operas. So whenever I hear of anyone doing an interview, especially you, huge, huge fan, even a <laughs> fan of your son and everything, oh, um, I'm, also, yeah. um, <laughs> I'm also um, a mother, and I'm just curious as to how you made the transition, because I know how time-constraining it is in the performing arts world as far as, you know, with uh, ballet and being at theaters with children, how can I juggle that? Did you ever think you would quit the the show in exchange for motherhood or, you know, can Uh, you help me out? Well, I do have three children. Right. Hang on. We have a caller on the line. It's a doctor. No, I'm kidding. Um, It's a very difficult thing. See, in 1973 is when I started this show. I spent half of my lifetime on it, uh, which I'd done. You know, I started in features. I actually started on stage, went to features, have done radio. Uh, there's so few soap operas left, sweetheart, that at this right. point it, it would be such a difficult thing because everybody wants to crowd. We had 19 soaps, now we only have four. So you can right. imagine the thousands of people that are eliminated, and w- what we have now, uh, all you can do is, um, you know, have an agent submit you or send it to a casting agent, an 8 by 10 and your bio. And um, juggling, this is the one thing that was, why well, I guess I stayed with the young and the rest of so long, is I was also able to have a life. Because you can right. do that. Now, unless you're working yeah, five, day, five days a week, sometimes you're working that. Other times you're only working once or twice a week, which is fantastic. Right. And, and how did um, you juggle that with um, having three children and devoting so much time um, to just even memorizing scripts and being at the set so early and, you know, just trying to have your life outside of your job as well as doing amazing performances on a daily basis, as well as raising three children. Well, the thing of it is, is that the freedom you have, of course, I've had excellent, I have to say this, I've had excellent nannies as the children were growing up. But when children were getting ready to walk, I would simply say to whoever I was working for at the time, the next month is off. I want to see my right. child take their first step. I make that very okay. plain before I go to work, you know, or when I'm working. I just didn't right. want to miss their first step. Now, if they're in daytime, uh, if uh, their graduations, whether whatever grade they're graduating from, uh, you simply say uh, ahead of time on June, blah, 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 I must have these days off. So what they will do is work you before, maybe three or four days before, and you'll be um, – uh, pre-taping some of your shows that you're going to do so that that day that you're not there, it's already done. Um, so you really made a point to make it your priority 
that, yes, that may right, really allow you to be that parent. Yes, and the thing of it is, if you're that loyal and and passionate about what you're doing for them as a, as as a, as a as an actor or actress, they are they're very very good about that sort of thing because they realize uh, life. You know, there there are things as graduations and uh, ceremonies and and Christmas pageants and what have you. They're mm-hmm. very well aware because they also have children or grandchildren going through the same thing, uh, and right. I must say they're they're ten times more lenient than um, than of you. like if you're doing a stage play and your child is doing something at night. Uh, tickets are sold on to see you perform, as with the ballet. If you are dancing and you're mm-hmm. a right. ballerina, uh, they're not paying to see Gladys um, Jones dance the part. They're paying to see you dance the part, so you don't have right. that. You don't have that la- that that space to say, uh, "My child is graduating, or my child's in the Christmas play, and I want to see it." You can't go dark. Whereas in daytime, uh, you simply can pre-tape uh, or post-tape a show, and that we have that leverage to work with. And so, if you have, you know, I had a nasty divorce, um, which. Uh, I didn't take that much we all? <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I see what you're asking. But um, and from, from ballet that. Um, uh, to that, it, it's it's a tough one, darling. But now, where, where 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 are you calling from? I'm calling from Riverside, California. Okay, Riverside. So you're here. You're. What you have to do, sweetheart, is get some eight by tens made up. Submit them to Y and R. Submit them to Days of Our Lives. Submit them to General Hospital. And um, that's um, that's Day's General Hospital YNR. There's one more left, isn't there? Come on, there has to be. Don't tell me there's only three of us left. I think well, it's bold and beautiful. Bold and beautiful. And and, and submit yeah, that to the casting director. Well, I will definitely do that, and thank you so much for all of the advice. And on behalf of all of your fans, we just want to say thank you so much for um, hiring those wonderful nannies to take care of your babies (laughs) so you can bring us all, Ms. Chancellor. (laughs) But I was was still hands-on. We absolutely you know, oh, well, they were absolutely wonderful. We love we love Corbin here. I mean, yes, you know, we're just huge fans of the whole family. He's a hoot. He is a hoot. I love I love to watch Corbin work. He is, he is a hoot. But, uh, <laughs> well, thank, thank you, you so, so much, much for the compliments. Thank, thank you for watching. Sure, thank you so much. And I look, I know I will work with you one day, and I'll have to remind you of this conversation. And thank you very <laughs> much, T, for hosting Miss Cooper. I love you. We'll both okay. we'll both say thank you at the same time. <laughs> thank <Okay>. you. <laughs> thank so, you. Now, Jen, you mentioned your um, nasty divorce. Um, with the rise in your book, you were very candid and very giving of yourself with the with the rise and fall of that. Oh, I want yeah. to know what was the straw that really broke the camel's back after twenty years of all the rigging and roar. What you, what happened if you finally said enough is enough? Um, let's see. His girlfriend called me up. And said, um, blah 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 blah, uh, mm-hmm. and and she said, uh, you know, um, he hasn't paid anything on the apartment in the last three months, and uh, we've ordered furniture, and um, and he hasn't uh, he hasn't paid for that, and I said, well, sweetheart, I don't think he will, <laughs> and so uh, 
I, I don't think he's going to. <laughs> I, I don't want to hurt your feelings, but he, he, you're not the only one. He's also been seeing your girlfriend. So, right. Uh, anyway, I, uh, you, I, I called him and I said, the bank is now closed. <laughs> well, there you go. And the bank is closed. That's the new quote of the week. Put them in his office, and there they were. The and house was closed, and that was it. It's the bank simple. is now closed. The bank Done is deal. now closed. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I think we have Gloria on the line finally. Gloria, are you with are us? Are you kidding? I sure hope so. Yes, oh, you made it. <laughs> oh, my God, Gloria, we thought you were lost. <laughs> I felt lost. And yes, I was restless. <laughs> <laughs> well, hello, my dear. Oh my gosh! Oh my God! It is so wonderful to talk to you, Mrs. Chancellor, aka Jean Cooper. <laughs> Listen, I want to tell I want to tell you something. Uh, yes. People call me. I'll say they'll say Miss Cooper. I'll be somewhere, and they say Miss Cooper. I'm not paying attention. They'll turn. They'll say Mrs. Chancellor, and I'll turn and I'll say what? <laughs> Forty years I've been the other character so long. And it's been dominant that I, every once in a while I forget my name is Jean. <laughs> wow, too funny. Yeah, but oh, however, it's it's been a grand, grand 40 years of it. In fact, that's what we're celebrating um, uh, this week is 40 years of um, the Y&R. That wow. Well, you know, I was, when I, was, I was listening to the show, and the host mentioned his mom, um, how she would say, don't bother her, her social. <laughs> I can even go back further than that. I was a freshman in college, and I remember setting my schedule around Young and the Restless. Yes, indeed. Uh-huh, all my children in General Hospital. <laughs> so I'm a, I'm a Sophie, like kind of like the Star Trek Trekkies. I'm a Sophie from way back. My oh, ab- listen, absolutely, and I've got news, UCLA, USC, name it, started giving um, classes in um, uh, direction, playwriting, and various things. Um, in order to to fill up classes, because they would schedule their classes around Y and R, so they would watch Y and R, and that was part of part of their um, their um, uh, what do you call it? Schedule, um, uh, yeah. They, and that was amazing what it wow. did to college college life. The college ones I, that's from you know from Yale down to um, Northridge, for God's sake. Uh-huh. And wow! Arrange <laughs> classes around the show. But see the power that you have. <laughs> yeah, it, you know what, Gloria, uh, uh, I tell you, it does have a lot of power, and that's the one thing that I realized after being it. I only planned on being on the show for three years because mm. everybody knows I get very bored, especially if I'm playing a character over six months, like on stage. I want to move on, mm. but. Um, I, I realize the impact that what I do, only because somebody watches your show and they become involved with characters, and that's what it's all about, the story it tells and the direction this character is taking. And mm-hmm. and you, you form a relationship with this character. Mm-hmm. And I realized how committed, especially in, um, in the uh, alcoholism one, mm-hmm. I had to, uh, to play that straight. Uh, to this day, people come up and they'll shake my hands and and I'll feel something in my hand and it's a chip of sobriety. Now, that sobriety oh, wow. story took place a long time ago. 
and uh, and it, it's um, one. It's a compliment, but it's a commitment on my part. And um, so, if I've had the impact, and people who have found sobriety through that, uh, and believed in what I was doing, uh, I can't afford ever to make light of that kind of thing. And that's my dedication to what I call my public. You know, people who follow me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wow. amazing. I can't imagine how that feel. Wow. It's, it's, it's absolutely thrilling to meet somebody. I went to a, a football Hall of Fame installation in Canton, Ohio, and these big, humongous football players <laughs> <laughs> whose hands would grab my shoulder, which went all the way to the ground, <laughs> and say, Oh, you've got to meet my mother. You've got to write. This is the greatest day of my life. And they're being installed in the Hall of Fame. And I thought. meeting Mrs. Tesla. Yeah, it's wild, crazy, you know. And and the mother would say, oh, this is the, oh, this is the, oh, this is more marvelous than what I'm here for. Their son is being installed in the Hall of Fame football. That is. And yeah, Mrs. Tesla. Yeah. So it's a. I, I I have to laugh at it sometimes, but I'm I take it, Gloria. I take it very seriously. I'm so indebted. Mm-hmm. I really am indebted to to the people who 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 find that I'm some kind of a light in their life, mm-hmm. and I try very much so to to carry that wherever I go, not just on mm-hmm. screen, but um, in my whole life. That's awesome. Gloria, did you have a question that you want? I have another caller, but I want to say, Gloria, did you have a question you wanted to ask? I do have a question, just really, really quickly, because I talk really fast. I love the title of your book. That's amazing. Um, oh, I like thank you. you. I like when you, you're welcome. And I like when you said about, you know, picking yourself up. I, I had a professor that used to tell us, there's nothing wrong with falling down. You're going to fall. You're going to make mistakes. You're going to have to you. Just don't oh, stop. yes. You know. Just, oh, just, you just, have to, Gloria. I mean, my yeah. goodness. My yeah, goodness, absolutely. I mean, success is only based on on, on, on past failures. Well, yeah, like, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Edison. He found out, I think, a, a thousand ways or 900 ways how not to make a life up. So. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My question is to you, um, to Ms. Cooper, is that um, at that time, or through the time of your, your um, plastic surgery, it wasn't really popular then like it is today. What made oh, God, no. Well, I opened that up uh, I, again. <clears throat> I made it okay for women uh, to go and have their nose or their eyes or something done to do a little pickup. So at um, uh, 50, they didn't look like they were 90. Uh, no big deal. Uh, uh-huh. And took the, and I, what I did was, was omit fear. I, I took fear away from the average person, just not movie stars and celebrities, can can have the nips and the tucks. Um, everybody can, if that so pleases you. If you want, if you want, if you're 50 and you want to look 21, that's the wrong doctor. You got to go to a shrink for that. But when you, <laughs> you just want to clean yourself up, uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. Not a darn thing wrong with that. But I opened that up, and I can't tell you the letters I received from doctors have said. My God, thank you. I don't know what happened. I didn't. Somebody keeps talking about a show you did, but whatever. Thank you very much. But the thing that I'm most proud of out of all of that are the people 
who got enough courage to go and have a reconstructive surgery, taking care of muscles or jaws or something that mm-hmm. they would have let hold them back in life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so that to me, that to me, Gloria, was, was such a thrill. I can't tell you. It just it opened it up and said, hey, and I guess whatever I did, I don't know. And I don't really want to know. If it just happens, it happens. If I take the fear away, because basically with all of us, just like I was telling T, uh, you know, uh, you, you can't have it all. Right. You can't have it all. I mean, it, it just makes good lyrics. But mm-hmm. by God, you can have 99%. <laughs> there you have it. There you have it. Well, go ahead. Thank you for calling. You're welcome. Thank you. You go ahead and be master of your own ship and, and do not let fear. Fear is the only thing that keeps you from doing anything. Get rid of it. That's true. Yes, ma'am. I will definitely work on it because I do have some issues that, that definitely have me stuck right now. So thank you for those encouraging words. I appreciate it. God bless. Thank you for watching, honey. Okay. Bye. Hey, yay, we got Gloria. Gloria's a good one. <laughs> and wasn't she a book? Yeah, oh, we finally we got her. She's a good one. We were, we, were, we were trying to get you for so long. But, okay. <laughs> that was awesome. That, that was great. I, I love that you said that about fear. People do get really um, stuck and hell-bent on the fact that they're af- afraid of the unknown and won't go anywhere because of that. But well, uh, you, you, think, have to... you think of yourself on where you're at now. Okay, let's go back. Let's take you five years ago. Mm-hmm. Think about some of the things that you said, I could do this. Well, maybe not. I, maybe I shouldn't. I should be able to say for you this way, what have you. <laughs> that you have a, a little bit of fear. And the only way that, that you overcame that is like failure breeds success. You know, so you get rid of your fear and you say, what the hell, I give it a shot. And if somebody buys it, I'm in like friend. And if they don't, I just have to approach it another way. And that is compl- that's completely true. That, and it's part of, I think sometimes getting past that hump is definitely part of the process. Oh, yeah. Like you said, even for Tangible Live on books, you know, to be speaking right now to Gene Cooper. Three years ago, you could have never. No, that wouldn't happen. Could I really? Yeah, right. You got it. <laughs> oh, you got it. That, and absolutely. Awesome. I'm talking about what? What? I'm, people have write books. Who am I? I'm an actress. I don't write books. <laughs> and someone and said, I'm make it book. easy. <laughs> you know, and Lindsay That's... Harrison said, I'll make it easy for you. Just sit down, record it, and I'll put it together. <laughs> and you, the two of you have definitely done a great job. Now, um, you, mentioned with the, you mentioned with the alcoholism, you know, how you struggled through that. Now, how was it the fact that you and Catherine both struggled? Were you guys parallel or did she I, I, You know, having... see, I never drank because, I, I, oh. you know, uh, I, I didn't like the taste of it. And anybody who says they just love the first taste uh, of, 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 of scotch and, and whiskey, they're crazy. <laughs> it's the effect that they like. It's like smoking. Did you really like it? Well, I'm going to choke to death, but after I got used to it, you know. <laughs> but I think we have a Danny on the line. I have another caller for you. Okay. 
Danny, are you with us? Welcome to the Kicker Spot. You're on with Tangelo and Gene Cooper. How are you doing? I'm doing fine. How are you? I'm great. Thank you. Great. Right. You're great. Right. Hello, <laughs> you hello. Right. Do you have a question for Gene Cooper? Oh, yes, I have several. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Mrs. C? I am fine, my darling. Thank you very much. Okay, great. I've I've been trying to get through for so long. Like, uh, along with Douglas and all those others, and I always get disconnected or something that would happen. So I'm very pleased to be able to get to speak to you. Well, we're happy you got through to us. We had trouble yes. first with anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome aboard. Well, right. Thank you very much. Well, go ahead, Dan. What's your first question? Well, what's going on? Is is Mrs. C going to have Alzheimer's or not? Oh, my gosh. I've got to tell yeah. you. <laughs> He's going right in for the storyline. <laughs> he really is. He's well, going for the kill. Everybody, everybody's dying to know. You know, everybody's just going crazy all over the internet. Oh my dear, the studio is so flooded with that. I cannot tell you. I, I mean, you're inundated. If she has Alzheimer's, I'm never watching that show again. <laughs> Um, if she has that, how dare you? You know, I, listen. And Nikki has MS. Why should I have Alzheimer's? Right. <laughs> Sweetheart, you're going to be so pleasantly surprised. You really will. It leads into fun. But I'll tell you a story, and I don't think they, I don't think the studio would mind if I, if, if she actually deserves this. It's a sort of a Please first, do. right? Yeah, we go. Um, uh, <clears throat> I had the flu, and I just came back, and I was in my dressing room getting ready for makeup on him. And um, the writer, Josh Griffith, who was just our head writer and a brilliant writer, he was breaking a sweat running down from upstairs into my dressing room. And um, he says, oh, God, I found you good. He said, now, listen, uh, you read the script. I said, "Mm mm-hmm. He said, well, now you know, and I said, Alzheimer's. Well, I'll tell you what, Josh, you can find some nice lady with a blonde wig, and she can play it. (laughs) (laughs) Now, that's as far as I'm going to go. You guys heard it right here on the kicker spot with Nate Cooper. Find the blonde wig. Just because D'Angelo's having big electronic trouble getting through to people who are waiting. (laughs) When I tell you this, so it's for D'Angelo I'm doing this. But knowing that um, it is... There's a lot of things that develop, and, and you really will enjoy it. And um, uh, I have something else. I don't have that, but then I'm not going to tell you what that is because that's okay, too. But it ain't Alzheimer's, okay? All right. Well, yeah. we're hoping you it. if it is Alzheimer's, maybe it's Marge has come back from the dead. And she hey, you know what? Alzheimer's. What if this was Marge all the time? That's and nobody was, maybe maybe Marge was triplets. Pardon me? Maybe Marge is triplets. Marge is still alive and then so is Catherine. Who knows? Wow. Maybe it's Marge that's going through all of this. Could you believe that? But I want to know one thing, though. If she goes through all of this, where in the world is Murphy, her husband? That's what what everybody's wondering. Uh, Yeah, well, Murphy is off fishing. I mean, he's fishing in some ice hole in Minnesota. Doing something, honey, 
if you find him, tell him we've wondered where he's at also. Oh, <laughs> I think he's the one who's got Alzheimer's. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it sounds um, that way. You, you'll see him in a few segments. It, it will tie in. Uh, the okay, next, okay. I think we're, what are we, about, are we about five weeks ahead, six weeks, five weeks ahead. So. And then you have another question. What? Oh, okay, and Danny had another question? Uh, yes. Uh, <laughs> you get one more in? Uh, I was also wondering if you were aware that uh, Brenda Dixon has a new book out. No. Yeah. Brenda? Brenda. You're kidding. When did this come out? Uh, it's it's supposed to be due out any time, like um, oh, it in isn't March. Out but uh, sure enough, she has a she has a new one out. Well, you coming out? Listen, <clears throat> I love Brenda. I really do. As I said in my book, <clears throat> she was fighting him. You know, Brenda. Brenda was had depression for a while and that sort of thing. And there were certain actions taken. Um, Brenda, you know, uh, my kids said when they were little, when I started the show, when they were in their teens. A couple of them, and one just, you know, 10 or so. Um, Brenda would be across the street and yell, hello, Corbin or Colin or Karen. Uh, They adore her. I adore her. Um, Misgivings for many things, I think. I think, don't I mention her and her wedding invitations in the book? I think I do. Yeah. I think you do. I remember Yeah, I think, you know, she called me and said, what will I do with these? And I said, sell them for $5 a piece. made a couple thousand dollars. (laughs) <laughs> Which she had no wedding, of course, as you know. But um, Brenda is a fighter. Uh, Brenda is what she thinks is right is right. Brenda has her own misgivings, as we all do. Uh, but her life became a a mixture of political battle, and uh, as shows will do off times and characters will do off times, who's the better of the two and blah, 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 blah. And that's all I'm going to say on that. Uh, I adore her, and I got news when she was in jail in Hawaii. I offered to try and get her out, and she wouldn't do it because really? she was fighting the old boys' club of right. of a husband taking her condo and everything else. And right. over there, it's a whole different kind of piece than it is here. Mm-hmm. So I'm buying Absolutely. her 100% because she never did a thing to hurt me. She never did a thing to... to um, to lie to me, um, and we did wonderful scenes together. So I have, I I, I have a love for Brenda, and um, I don't know what she's going to say in this book. I hope, um, I hope she just tells the interesting side of her being um, an iron fist and things <laughs> like that, and the good things, because there's so many good stories to tell that are fun. Funky and sad. You lie and you cry at the same time. Right. And I hope that's what it's about. I hope it's not blasting people. As you know, in my book, I don't do that. I don't. No. I'm not, not out to say, "Oh right. God, you know, I, I've been to bed with this one, that one, and so on, and so forth." What? You know, please. That's not. That's not who I'm. That's not who I'm about. I'm not that. I'm. I'm I have a life. I told you my life. I told you a story, and I was hoping that. It would be like we're sitting in your living room and talking. And I think that's what the book accomplished. It's um, 
was on the bestseller list, New York bestseller list, for such, such a long time. And, um, and they had to uh, um, uh, reissue. And uh, the paperback will be out in April sometime. I think they had to delay that because everybody wanted hardcovers. But, <laughs> Danny, um, where are you calling from? Uh, I'm I'm calling from Kentucky. Okay. Well, where? thank you, Danny, for... Where is he calling from? From Kentucky. Uh, I'm, I'm calling from western Kentucky, way out in the boonies. Kentucky? My <laughs> grandmother was born in Kentucky. I'm sorry? Yeah, they made the covered wagon there and brought us across country. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, how nice talking to you, my friend. How very nice talking to you. And thank you for telling me about Brenda. It's been a pleasure. God bless you. Go with God. Also, we're going to take one more more caller, and I was going to let Ms. Cooper call it a night, but we have Lisa from New Jersey on the line. Lisa, are Uh you with us? Yes, I am. Hi, T. Hi, Jeannie. What a pleasure it is to speak with you. Oh, I have yes, a dear, I'm, dear friend in, in uh, New Jersey, uh, Diane oh, Roby. wonderful. Okay, oh, New, what Jersey. Of New Jersey. What huh? part of New Jersey, Jeannie? Uh, the, uh, she's northern part. I, what, oh, darn, 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 darn. Honey, you're asking me something I don't know. I'm okay, an on and I'm off in northern player. New Jersey as well. Yeah, yeah I'm there's in a Florida. lot of people in New Jersey. I know that. <laughs> but you sound like yeah. her. Oh, that's so funny. But I've been a fan for years, Jeannie. Um, I remember being a teenager in the 70s, starting to watch Young and the Restless. Oh, my God. Really? And I, <laughs> yes. So 50 years, I'm 50 years old now, and I'm still watching it. <laughs> well, see, there I am. I'm part of your life. It is. Yeah, we've shared each it other's is, lives. It's awesome. Isn't that amazing? Awesome. You know, it's it like really you were, is. Well, it's like being family. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I've, you know, for a long time, my mom watched soaps. My grandmother, my grandmother had me as a little child watching them. That's it. Sit and, down and be uh, quiet and listen to the problem. Yeah, <laughs> my story's on. you got to be my quiet. My story, yes. <laughs> and yeah, God forbid so I, anybody call or disturb her during that. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. funny. Oh, it really gosh. is. And my brother, my brother in North Carolina, you have to hear this story really quick. Okay. Went to Los Angeles to visit a friend, goes to the gym, and uh, he sees Brighton, Jane. Oh, my you God. Know, yes, right in the gym. So he calls him by his stage name. I wanted to die when he told me the story. Sends <laughs> me a picture. He, they were playing basketball together, which was hysterical. But, well, family. <laughs> so this was, yeah, really yes, cool. family. But, but, Jeannie, I have yet to buy your book. I am so looking forward to getting it, and I hear wonderful things about it, and I'm so excited, you know, to well, do that. Well, um, I'll tell you, it's very easy reading, and it's, it's like you and I are having a conversation. You know, I'm not telling this and telling that. Blah, blah, blah. It's it's not uh, a textbook about soap operas at all. I, I mentioned right. some of your favorites, what have you, I'm sure, but uh, mostly it's my life. And, um, you know, how I overcame certain things, and uh, no big deal. Uh, no. Of course, they were big deals. I, I let it go slightly because at 84, you don't take anything too serious anymore. Oh, <laughs> but, uh, yes, I just give you so much credit for keep going and 
doing such an awesome job. You're it's just such it's so encouraging, you know, to see that that you just keep going and the storylines are awesome. They're they they keep they keep surprising us and it's, yeah, it's that's just wonderful. What, that's, that's what they try to do and especially with Catherine. You know, Catherine yes. being um uh, the oh, I extremely love rich character. but definite woman of saying, you know, you stand up for yourself. You know, you exactly. have to have a little bit of an iron push. Uh, you can't fall back. You take two steps back, you know, for every step you go forward, don't take two backwards. And um, this implies it in terms of whether it's alcoholism or whether it's um, you'd like to um, look like you were 22 again. Or somebody is not, you know, stand up on your own two feet. It's all right. Nothing's going to happen. If somebody hits right. you, then you pick up a two-by-four and knock the sucker out. You do it. <sighs> you know, stand up. It's called, no, you may not You may not talk to me that way. You may not treat me this way. You know why? Because one thing we all are, we're all human beings. You know, exactly. elephants don't want to be giraffes. Giraffes don't want to be zebras. We're homo sapiens. We're all human beings. We all basically have the same traits as children. We learn to crawl and toddle, and then and, and we all learn and, and we develop the same. And the point of it is, is when you've been bullied to a point, poverty will do a hell of a job knocking someone to the ground. But then oh. you, you have to learn how to try and there's everything available. There's so much available that the government hasn't even let you know is available to you when you don't have money other than I right. need a job and, and uh, unemployment. You you explore every avenue, wow. and you win every time. You win every time. You just don't That's go awesome backwards. Indeed. You say, this I can do. I can do this. I can do this. This is doable. And, um, oh, I love it. I love uh, it. Because, you know, I'm a depression baby, sweetheart. I'm a depression baby. And I want to tell you, 10 cents, 10 cents looks like a $100 bill today. And That's what uh, my dad tells me. He's 86. He tells me the same thing. Well, <laughs> Johnny, you know what? It's true. It really yeah. is true. I don't say it lightly. Oh. And that's what I think I'm trying to push through with Catherine. She's very, very rich, but then she marries somebody like Murphy. You know, so well, what? What yeah. is the pole of of, of of opinion there? You marry with heart. You marry with soul. Uh, this whole thing of this this marvelous thing in Susie Ormond, who is uh, right. listened to her a lot and, and also sometimes try and catch her. It's Try and live a little below your means. And you you don't buy it. You don't go in debt for what you want, mm-hmm. but what you need. You only do what you need. And that way you'll get yourself in a better, better set of circumstances to go ahead. I mean, I, I, I swear to God, I used to go shopping. And I know I won one pair of shoes. I walked out with six pair of shoes. <laughs> I did. Oh. I did. And it's very a big, horrible habit. And I said, what in the hell am I talking? Why do I need six pair 
of shoes the same shoe in every color. I would if I'd have bought them in different styles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so funny. So, and I said, this is a total waste of money. A total waste of money. So I gave it to the, you know, wildlife fund or something else, and I buy what I need even to this day. Uh, there's yeah. toys and things that some of the kids, they start making the first buck in their life. They run out and they just spend, 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 spend. Well, only they know. Somebody who is not into that says, you know, gee, they just wrecked your Ferrari. <laughs> you know? And you say, oh, my Ferrari. Yeah. Nobody, if you care what other people think, if I had a 1901 Mary Mobile when my kids were in grammar school, I mean, I would drive to school to pick them up in the Mario's mail in a tiller stick. Now, I had a Cadillac, what have you, and my husband, which in the book explains why I divorced him. <laughs> but I loved that Mario's mobile, and I would go to pick the kids up. I want to tell you something. I could have been a bus driver for Beverly Hills School System at Hawthorne. Every kid in the school wanted to ride home. And, of course, oh. you know... <laughs> It, so it shows, it, it isn't the display. Hollywood is image. Right. The world right now, darling, is image. You know that. So oh, the absolutely. best image that you can have is know that you're being honest with yourself. And, and, and you, will find, you will find that circle. And people, if you have to be an image for them, you do not need them in your life. No, now, if you have a job and so you've got to dress and do things a certain way, what have you, that's what you do. But that's for a job. But the rest of the thing, if you have to look a certain way for them, they're not your friends. They're not your friends. No. You know? okay. I oh, mean, I personally would like my friends advice. to make sure they take great a bath here. What? I said that's great advice, Jeannie. Just just go to the mirror. Look at you. Okay, I'll give you something I want you to do. Okay. You go to the mirror every morning. Or night uh-huh. or whenever. You look in the mirror and sometimes you want to cover your eyes because you can't stand what you see because you're seeing right. all of your, your faults. You stand there and look and say, I love you. I love you. I love you until there is one thing that you're going to like about yourself. And you'll stop thinking about all the other things that, that you're falling short of. And you look at yourself and you fall in love with yourself. And all of a sudden, people gravitate to you because you exude that. You make them look for the best in themselves because they're saying, God, she's got spirit. God, she has, she goes steadfast. You do that. You fall in love with yourself all over again. You probably love yourself to a certain extent now, but you can always love yourself more because there's oh, more to you beautiful. every day you live one day longer. You do that. Yeah. Oh, and you thought she had your own. I didn't know if it worked. <laughs> <laughs> that's beautiful advice, Dee Dee. I really um, feel honored to hear this from you. And uh, I'm going to keep watching The Young and the Restless and, uh, we have some you know, just stuff. enjoying watching you. It's, it's a real pleasure to speak with you because, um, it's you know, you've been on this show a long time. You've written a book. Years. You've raised a family. Yeah. I mean, it's just awesome. <laughs> yeah, and the kids are all successful. It didn't hurt them. 
Well, Lisa, thank you so much for calling in. We totally appreciate the call. You are most welcome. Thank you, Jeannie. God bless you as well, and T also. Well, thank thank you, you, everyone. Okay, good talking to you both. Okay. You have a good night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So, Jean, you have a nice people, Tiangelo. These people are beautiful. You yeah. are attracting some beautiful people here. We are way in New Jersey. We we New Jersey tonight. Yeah. So I have See? one more. I have a, one more person who who hit up online. It's a um, one of your fans from Compton, California. Her name is Ann, uh-huh. and Ann presented a question of: Will you be leaving Young and the Restless anytime soon? Because it seems that John recently has. Um. No. You're not going anywhere. No, sweetheart. I have no intention whatsoever at this point in my life. (laughs) I'm too old to be a pole dancer. (laughs) Unless I I start a senior home uh, and and just have a chat room where we talk about what things we used to do. You, so you thought about it, I see. You got you. You give it some thought. <laughs> yeah. Hilarious. No, darling. I I I will stay. I will stay with the show at eighty four. Where in the hell would I go? Oh, I could go to Compton and say hello. You I could do that. That's Compton. not far away. You would. Be, I'm sure with all your fine fans, and would be a beautiful woman. I'm so sure. <laughs> Oh, that's well, that's it, T. That's what I'm going to do. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> Hollywood Boulevard, here we come. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> well, Gene, oh, this has been an amazing evening. I am truly grateful and so appreciative for this interview. You are as beautiful in person as you are on screen. Oh, hey, thank you, pal. It's so nice talking to you. You've got a lot of heart. You, you, well, you, 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 you've, done a, you've done a good road trip. You, you can tell that in your voice, T. You really I'm, have. And thank it, you very it, it, much. it tells. <laughs> I live life to the fullest and enjoy the ride. Good boy. Good, 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 my darling. And that's exactly what you do. Step out of the box, take a chance, you know, and just yeah, be kind. Definitely. Just be kind. Well, thank you so much, Jean Cooper, a.k.a. Catherine Chancellor. <laughs> Well, my darling, it's it's been such a pleasure. Thank you for letting me talk to you and get through your network of friends. And uh, I'm going to go out and buy a new uh, switchblade tomorrow. It has on, off, and on hold. (laughs) Oh, and I was, you know what? We have, okay, can we cue up the music that I wanted to play for Mrs. Cooper before we go? I have this one little song that I think that you will just know forever and always. Can Can we cue up the music? Do I have it ready? This is a perfect way. I was supposed to open your show with this piece of music, and this is how I always remember Young and the Restless. I always remember this because me and my siblings used to fight over who was going to play which piano key. Oh, my God. And we have it right here. Do we have the music keyed up? Can we play the music, you guys? If we have it, go ahead. I think they're trying to scrounge to get it for me. I didn't give them much notice. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so random. What the hell is he talking about? <laughs> I'm so random. My staff, I know they have the hardest to keep up with me sometimes. 
It, it teaches them to think fast and be prepared. Here we go. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That is Young and the Rest. That's there and the rest is going to be 40 years old in two days. 40 well, years we've been on. That is amazing. You guys are like forever. And, and Young and the Rest was, and I love the theme music. As a kid, that's how I knew. Oh, it yeah. Was time. I, I, now, here's another one. Uh, Janice Lynn used to sing it. I bet for Picture Paints, uh, Picture Paints a Thousand Words. Uh, do you yeah. remember that? Do you, do you remember hearing that? It's I do, I believe Okay, you get that, and I guarantee <laughs> you, you, I guarantee you, you will play it along with your other music. I mean, at your own risk, at your own time, at your own home. You, well, wouldn't, do your, you wouldn't do it to your, to, your internet fans. I'll have to pull it up because Gene Cooper said so. Please, darling, do it. I, I swear to God, you'll love it. You'll love it. You I'll really will. It. And, uh, okay, Jean, we could do this all night. I can tell. I know. I love you. We gotta say good night. <laughs> I know that. We're here to an epic kicking spot, and we have had a blast with Gene Cooper here at Tiango Live on books. You guys, you have to get the book. You have to go TiangoLive.com, order the book. And Gene, go ahead and give a farewell to everyone. God bless everyone, and I gotta thank T for letting me expound what I think and feel through his network. Uh, downloading, uploading, or side-loading. I don't care. <laughs> switch is on. <laughs> so I'm now going to turn the switch off and thank him from the bottom of my heart. And I truly do. What a lovely evening I've spent with you, Tangelo. Thank and you. And thank you. Until next time, you guys, be sure to check out Gene Cooper's recent book, Not Young, Still Restless. We're going to take a quick break, and we will be right back, you guys, after this. Celebrate Entrepreneur's Biggest Night live from West Hollywood, California. The 2013 EOTM Awards, Sunday, August 4th at the beautiful Pacific Design Center. Red Carpet and Celebrity Stunted Awards Show, highlighting all things entrepreneurship. Nominees and presenters scheduled to attend Bruce Valanche, Farrah Abraham, Tammy Roman, Jake Short, Carlin Jeffrey, Adam Barta, Matt Martin, Eric Zuli, Latoya Luckett, Jasmine Brand, Christian Keys, Mary Marrow, Vincent Ward, Josh Feldman, CeCe Perkinson, Cynthia Manley, Fawn, Chili Moe, Mimi Foss, Donley Heising, Jared Masters, Macy Bookout, Barbara Niven, and many more to be confirmed. Performances by Billy Lord, Adam Barter, Chioki Damachi, Leon, Ron Anthony with Don Cannon, and more. Win tickets by tweeting hashtag EOTM Awards, hashtag Think Entrepreneurship. Visit www.eotmawards.com, www.eotmawards.com for more info. Getting better 
Everybody. I'm your host, T'Angelo, and you are listening to the best of the kicker spot. So tonight, wait, put, that, put that down. Veronica, stop it. You're distracting me. I'm on the air right now. No, it's just distracting. That's all I'm saying. Just chill out for a minute, can you please? Thanks. All right. I'm back. Hi. Um, You guys, <laughs> can you please be sure to head over to T'Angelo.com and sign up for the email list? Um, You want to be a part of email blast, I mean. Um, just click the green button there, sign up, and you will be underway. And then for all your book buying needs, you can head over to TangeloLive.com. 
Well, until next time, you guys, please remember to live life to the fullest. Just live. And I'm your host, T'Angelo. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.